Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Astrologer Bill Atride radio show. I'm Bill Atride, and this is the 13th show we're doing in 2020. Um, and I thought today we would uh, do a little different show that I've been focusing on uh, some of the bigger issues, you might say, in astrology uh, the last few episodes. And I thought, not that these aren't big issues, but a more to the point, they're a little more uh, sort of focused in terms of certain considerations we, we should all be aware of. And so I'm going to talk about uh, one of the phenomena that's occurring this week and will last for the next six weeks, and that's Venus going retrograde, uh, which I call a time to revalue and revalue value. Uh, and then also uh, what, is, what occurred just a few days ago, uh, the, what is called the north node of the moon. Uh, the nodes are something I'll talk about. Uh, that moved from being in Cancer to Capricorn, north node to south node, to Gemini and Sagittarius starting on May 5th until January 2022. And I'll talk about what that might mean and, and how it influences us. Um, and of course, um, after I've done that, I'll open up the, uh, the airwaves here to you all calling in. And if you have a question about the show, about something I've talked about or other topics about astrology in general, we can certainly talk about that. All I ask is that you just give me a name so I know I'm talking to. A first name is fine. Uh, and then, of course, if you uh, want to talk about uh, your own chart or the chart of someone else, um, I would need from you, at the very least, a date of birth and a place of birth. And, of course, if you have the time, uh, then I can be even more specific. Um, and we can talk about whatever topic uh, you might be interested in terms of your own chart or what's happening in your chart or someone else's chart or, or a relationship question about yourself and someone else. Um, there are many, many topics in astrology, uh, ranging from medical to locational and personality and spiritual development. Um, and of course, if you, if you want to suggest a topic for future shows um, or have a question for me, you can always write me an email uh, and send it to me to, to my address, which is billattride at gmail.com. That's B-I-L-L-A-T-T-R-I-D-E at gmail.com. And you can certainly find me on various platforms and social media to message me on Instagram or Facebook or whatever. Uh, it's not like I'm hiding. <laughs> so you can certainly find me uh, and hopefully uh, enjoy as well the blog that I have where I post other things besides what we talk about here in the show, as well as uh, lately I've been finding people have been enjoying that I take uh, some of the shows, the, this part of the show, the first part, uh, and put it out as a transcript uh, of that show so people can read it, um, which is perhaps useful, and people seem to enjoy that. Um, and uh, and so, so if you want to get a reading, though, uh, for myself, that is what I do. If you want to get a full-on reading, which usually in the first session is at least an hour and a half session, and often people go for the special of two sessions, an hour and a half, and then a second hour, um, you could reach me by email or call me <clears throat> and, uh, and see what that entails, and um, we could discuss that. Excuse me, I've got to clear my voice. Hold on. <laughs> okay, I don't want to lose my voice at the beginning of the show. That would not be good. <laughs> so, so with all that in mind, uh, let us turn our attention to the topic of today, which actually is two, um, in that I'd like to talk first about Venus and then talk about uh, the nodes of the moon. Okay? So um, whenever Venus turns retrograde and, and, and like all the planets, excepting for the moon or the sun, which aren't planets, uh, planets have this, this quality of going retrograde, which means for our purposes here on Earth, though, of course, all the planets go around the same direction around the sun for, for millions of years. <laughs> they, they have the appearance from us on, on our planet here to move backwards against the backdrop of the stars for various periods of time. Um, Mercury and Venus being inside of Earth to the sun, uh, they catch up to us on the inside track and appear to loop around in space for the period of retrograde and then continue on their merry way. And then, of course, for the other outer planets of Mars on out to Pluto, well, we pass them on the inside track. And so for a number of months or many months, they will also go retrograde. And in fact, uh, coming up here this week, um, we, we have Saturn turning retrograde tomorrow. We have, we have Venus turning retrograde on Wednesday, the 13th. And then we have Jupiter turning retrograde on the 14th. So this is a week with a lot of retrogrades, which just, 
would point out in terms of the outer planets that they're like Saturn and Jupiter, they're close to each other now. So, of course, they're going to go retrograde around the same time. It's just that's the nature of this. Um, and, of course, we probably are more familiar with Mercury going retrograde since we talk about that more frequently. And it does happen more frequently, like at least three times a year. Um, and, of course, Mars is about every uh, almost two years or so that it turns retrograde. So depending upon the planet and the configuration with Earth, there's various times and periods of time that a planet will be retrograde. So for our purposes here today, uh, whenever Venus turns retrograde, and it does this about every 19 months or so, and it lasts for about 40 days, which is a rather interesting number because it is found in many spiritual traditions, the number 40, um, we are given a very special opportunity, I would say, to also turn around and look within and re-examine our values, which are integral to our inner sensibilities and formative of our outer qualities of being. Those values held by the avatar of Venus form our tastes and sensibilities ranging from our physical pleasures, aesthetic and art or artistic appreciations to our personal love and social sensibilities. Venus holds our likes and you might say our dislikes, with the things of this world and with our affections or antagonisms with one another. Truly Venus, as the instrument of our ordering or hierarchy of value, holds us to what we need, what we have, and what we want in our life, ranging from the most basic or physical of our appetites on up to the most sublime of our affections and experiences we have and share with one another. I like to say that the heart or bond of all relationships is our shared values and that if we have enough common value, we will hold together in good times, but especially in trying ones as we have now, as true friends, as sincere colleagues and treasured loved ones. During the period of Venus retrograde, much like during the more familiar Mercury retrograde, it's normally outwardly directed energy forms are turned inward, which means they move from a more or less purely subjective perspective from oneself outward or point of view to a more objective place. This gift of Venus retrograde enables you to become more objective or inwardly focused upon the experiences of value in your life. As with Mercury retrograde, but now focused upon the question of value, not on how you think, you are able to shift your consciousness and contemplate your hierarchy of value more objectively, less personally, so that it is more removed from the cultural and social assumptions that you may be unknowingly shaped and guided by. Many of your wants and needs, which arise from your values and ultimately add up to form your value of you, Many of these have certainly at first been unconsciously incorporated into you through your earliest experiences in your family and immediate neighborhood and cultural order. In childhood and then beyond into your teens and even into adulthood, you may believe that you like or want or truly need something because, well, because you always have and those around you do too. But as you consider these things or experiences of value, of you from a more dispassionate and objective place, you may find that your likes, your likes and dislikes are not so predetermined and fixed at all. You will probably discover that some or many things you feel or believe you must have, you will upon reflection understand that you actually do not need them at all. You will let go or eliminate some things in your life or some activities or pastimes and that this will, in fact, open up a space within and around you. You will also realize that some things or experiences that you had not yet considered meaningful or valuable that you now wish to enjoy and make these parts of your life. It is quite probable that the range of the values you hold will move around as the order that they are in may become rearranged with some things or experiences in your life moving up or down in importance. Flowing from this inner reordering will be a new sensibility and relationship to the world around you. Most especially, this refined and reformed understanding of the value of you 
and of what you value will help you in your most important experience as human, your experience of value that forms your relationships with one another. What we will see over the next six weeks is that we will all benefit from a much needed reassessment of the, value, of the nature of our values, of what is truly more meaningful and needed by each of us and for all of us. For it is our commonly shared values, the glue of our partnerships, communities, regions, nations, and the world itself that will be illuminated by this opportunity to reconnect to the most important value from which all others are derived, the love that made this world and gives us all an undying well of value, the love we have in spirit and the love we have then for one another. And just as a point of information too, the retrograde again begins on May 13th and runs till June the 25th. The midpoint of its cycle, which is when Venus is passing over the sun making the Venus-Sun conjunction, will occur on June the 3rd, around 1.45 in the afternoon here in New York City. And that is said to be a moment where the alignment takes place between the self and the values of the self. And so that's when a seed or influence might be felt by one and all that something has changed, a new understanding is being released. It will take some time to understand what that is, but that is said to be like a, almost a new moon for Venus in regards to us, okay? Well, then let's take a look at this other thing that is perhaps even more obscure for many people. They, they may have in, and found in their practice with their astrologers or read about these things, but what I find regarding this is that in my practice of astrology, and this is certainly true for a number of astrologers, the insight provided by the position of the moon's nodes is quite helpful. The nodes are not physical objects. They are formed by the intersection of two orbital paths, the orbit of the moon around the Earth and the Earth's orbit around the sun. So that's like two circles intersecting or, or ellipses, basically. Unlike the planets, the nodes move through the zodiac in reverse order from Aries to Pisces to Aquarius and so on. And they take about 18.6 years to make a complete revolution. When the moon is passing the north node, it is moving over the ecliptic, which is the path of the earth around the sun, and it's moving from a latitude that is south to north. And likewise, when it reaches the south node, it's crossing the ecliptic the other way, moving into south latitude. Since we are looking here at the orbits of the earth to the sun and the moon to the earth, the nodal axis, these two points in space, are said to symbolize or link the primary relationship of the two lights in astrology, the sun and the moon, at least for he, us here on Earth. The moon, in the northern phase of its monthly cycle, is the time for the building of energy forms or spirit, and the southern passage is the time for reaping and materializing. Sowing and reaping, dharma and karma is how I like to describe it. Similarly, for our purposes today, as the nodal position moves backwards through the astrological signs, through the zodiac for those 18.6 years, and as they do so, they are then moving through each of our own charts and through the houses of that chart with regards to individual interpretations, we can obtain valuable insight about the ongoing focus of what is or should be our understanding in that time of what is our collective dharma and what is our collective karma. Starting on May the 5th of 2020 and lasting until January 2022, we now have the north node of the moon in Gemini, and so the south node is in Sagittarius. What does this mean for us? The north node in Gemini calls upon us all to focus our spiritual development upon one of our more remarkable gifts, our faculty of intelligence, and to use this lamp of conscious awareness in practical terms to understand ourselves and our world. By doing so, we will be able to find better and more practical solutions to the issues and problems that we face at this time. 
Equally, the South Node in Sagittarius reminds us that our existing approach to understanding our reality will always be guided by our prior experiences, which have been assimilated and formed into our theories and science and other truths. These become our framing or our lenses that we look at the present reality with because they create and form our present day assumptions and viewpoints. These universals have become crystallized into a paradigm of beliefs, truths, and the abstract principles that guide us. They reveal and explain what we are encountering given that framework. Also means we cannot see or understand what does not fit with those assumptions. We must remember that our consciousness is limited and we do not know what we cannot see or understand, especially if we do not even consider it to be possible. We should resist the pull of the South Node, but certainly not dismiss what we have learned to date either, because it would have us fall back upon or rest upon our two easy and ready answers, which have been formed by our ultimately self-blinded and limited reasoning. Because even though this level of science or belief or truth does provide a context of meaning for the phenomena we encounter, they will also limit and blind us to what we may need to understand in the now. If we only look for what we expect to find and dismiss what does not fit that presumed view of reality, then we will miss what is out there or even in us because we will willfully have chosen to ignore it. The Gemini North Node is about remaining curious and open. It is about the gift of open observation and relying more upon what we call inductive reasoning. It requires that we be flexible and agile and adept by questioning our assumptions and removing the tendency to dismiss what does not fit with our preconceptions. That way, we can look at the phenomena of whatever we are encountering with a fresh perspective with an open mind and heart. The North Node in Gemini reminds us, as does the sign of Gemini generally, that as the ancient admonition has it, we must approach the wonder of this universe with the eyes of a child, and then you will see. It is by approaching any matter for consideration with wonder and openness and without the preconceptions and assumptions that blind you to what is the greater reality that you face now, this is what is required now in our journey. The window of Gemini is about gathering many experiences, many data points, and so you may begin to begin, build a better or newer set of correspondences and connections between one thing and another by building inwardly and outwardly into an ever more encompassing web of interconnectivity, you and we will eventually form a large enough body or collection of information that will reveal a new understanding of the order behind it. Certainly, much of what we already understand, which has been held and ultimately formed into more or less everlasting truths, will remain. There are certainly some truths that are truly eternal, but some, if not many, of the, shall we say, lesser truths, as well as lesser categories of knowledge and meaning, these will be shaped, perhaps sharpened, or couched into a more nuanced ordering of meaning, which will lead to a greater comprehension, a more inclusive understanding, and help us stay upon the path that is made of equal parts of wisdom and humility. The great souls know this. The more you know, the more you will bow down to that which is beyond your knowing. This Gemini North Node approach seems rather timely, as we are certainly dealing with a world that is rapidly changing. We find ourselves in a world where our old assumptions and practices, our very way of life, is not only not working, but is at the root of our problem. Many souls around the world understand and accept that this way, our way of living on this planet is the cause of this crisis, both with regards to the immediate problem of COVID-19 pandemic, but the real challenge too, which is the pandemic 
is about a symptom, and that is climate change. We are an intelligent species, and many would agree that this is our ring of power. It has, the means, it has been the means to our material transformation of ourselves and our world, but it has equally throughout our journey been an instrument of destruction and pain too. We are here, and we made what we face. The question is, do we understand, and will we take responsibility for our creation? Will we apply our reason and understanding in a manner that is guided and informed by our compassion, humility, and wisdom? Will we understand that our first mother, Mother Earth, and all her creatures, great and small, need us to remember that we are all related on this earth. Yes, all humans are one family, and we all love our mothers. But equally, all life on this planet is precious to our great mother too. Life is love. Love is life. Let us love one another. Let us love all that lives. And let us give thanks and love all mothers and the one mother to us all. Okay. Um, and, of course, to all mothers out there who are listening, happy Mother's Day. And to all those mothers who have moved beyond this world, uh, we wish them a great journey and, uh, and a welcome home when they return. So I'd like now to turn to, um, to you holding on there patiently for me. And, uh, and I'll try to go again in order that you called, um, because it's, again, impossible to tell, <laughs> but, but it's okay. I'll, I'll, I'll make do, uh, and I'll keep requesting that they uh, try to fix this problem that I keep on encountering. So let me turn to the first caller here in the list and see who it is. Okay. Hello, you're on with Bill, and your area code is 216. Hello. Hi there, Bill. How are you? I'm fine. Who is this? Um, my name is Sharon. This is actually, um, I think, the first time I've ever called in, unless you save your birth date. I don't know if you have mine. I don't think so. Uh, well, if you have called in and gave me something before, I try at the end of the, uh, the show okay. to make sure I go in and save everybody so I don't have to keep doing this all the time. So let's, let's see if you're here. Um, so let me just open up. Um, sorry, I got to open up that computer. I had the time uh, also, but, the exact time in my birth. I had the exact time. Oh, good, also. good. Okay, wonderful. So let me just, um, let me go down to, if you gave me only your first name, then it's, it'll be listed that way. I've got, a, I've actually got two Sharons. So one is um, 1966 and one is 65. Mine's 65 actually. There you are. Okay, September 1st, 65, correct? 11.33 p.m. Oh, so it's instead of 43, it's 33. Okay, let me, it's let me change and that. And I was wrong, yes. And I, okay, I so literally just, told my, yeah, it's yeah. 33, I'm positive. Okay, okay. Well, again, 10 minutes, different. well, 10 minutes can. <laughs> let me just see. Um you, you still have the same rising sign, Gemini, you, and I didn't notice when I did it that any planets jumped around or changed position so, in any great way. So all it would have done was slightly influence the timing of the chart in terms of when planets would, for the most part, move from yeah. one house to another, which is significant depending upon how, how, how slow-moving that planet is, but it's not critical. So, so we're fine. Um, so okay. what can I do for you today? Well, I was just wondering what you see in my chart coming up for me. Any changes in career, love life? Do you see what co pops up significantly? What pops up significantly? I guess, um, well, I always look at the two big indicators, the progress moon and then transiting of Saturn typically is the two big obvious indicators. Career your progress moon, yeah, and, and your progress <laughs> moon has changed signs. It's moved um, in, it's in the, the house of work. Uh, in the house of my ordering of my life and lifestyle and indicating a bunch of changes taking place there over these last several years, um, one would think, but it certainly um, has shifted of late because now the moon changed signs at the end of March. Um, and so you're in a different energy right now, 
which would indicate that in terms of that style and, and need to create a better life and working and living conditions in your life, you're in a very different phase now where there's, I would argue, more expansion, more opportunity, more, more of a risk-taking ability on your part. You're more, there's a more adventuresome spirit attached to Sagittarius than not. And that would be something that's influencing that desire to change or seeking to make a change or needing to make a change. And it's sort of coupled to or connected to, I would think, um, that also through these last couple of years, um, the planet Saturn in the chart for you has been marching through your eighth house, which is a challenging house for it to be in, in terms of unions and joint ventures and dealing with separations. And again, at the end of March, it began its move into the ninth house, the house of truth and understanding and expanding consciousness. Now, the thing about that is it's, it's danced in there, but it's going to dance back out at the end of June and not get in there to stay till the end of December. But it's beginning to make that transition. So there is, there is a, a change here, but it's not, it's not set and set up to stay until we get to the end of the year um, from what I can see here. Okay. Um, okay. Um, and let me just look at where – so Jupiter's there. Um, also, in the last many days, the planet Mars, which we're not always looking at, but it does – proved very useful um it it made its move into your 10th house of career um and that would certainly indicate that there's a great deal more energy being thrown into that career sector starting on may the 3rd may the 4th where you need to be much more proactive much more positively self-assertive um because that's what's required from you right now um which again again it gets more activity and something happening in that realm at this time equally. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, it does. And, and again, for, for, again, for that Venus retrograde, it's always good to know where is it retrograding for people? It's turning retrograde right inside your first house. Um, so it's a more of a question for you of reexamining how I appear, how I present myself to others. What are the values I'm holding and expressing in my persona that you have to sort of revisit and review now for the next many weeks. Okay. Okay. Thank you so much. You're very welcome, Sharon. Good to talk to you. Now I'll save your, your corrected chart here for the future. Okay, good. Have a good day. All right. You too. Thank you. Okay. All right. Let's see who this may be. Um, Okay, here we go. Hello. You're on with Bill and your area code is 310. Hello? Yes, hello. Hello. I, I say your area code so people know that I'm maybe talking to them <laughs> because otherwise yes. I don't know how you <laughs> know. Okay. okay. So, so have, hi, what's, what's your name? My name is Susan. Hi, Susan. And have hi. you called before? No, I have not. Oh, okay. Okay, good. Um, well, what can I do for you today? Yes, I just wanted to see if maybe you can see in my chart whether or not I'm going to be making a move. I'm considering moving back to California, and I just wanted to see if that's in alignment. Okay, okay. can you give me your uh, birth information, the date, time, and place? Yes, it's June 15, 1965. You said June 15, right? Yeah, June 15. 308. At 3.08 p.m. Okay, and in the Tulsa, place? Oklahoma, in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Okay, thank you. I know there's mm-hmm. a little delay there in the communication. So let's, okay, and let's see what we have. So just to confirm, June 15, 65, 308 p.m., Tulsa, Oklahoma, we have, you're a Gemini, of course, and your moon is in Capricorn, yes. and you have Libra rising. Okay, so you're looking to see what are the indications, if any, about a move coming up at this time. Um, right. Again, the two major, again, the two major things are that progress moon and Saturn. And indeed, in fact, you have your progress moon now moving through your third house um, and moving towards the fourth house of the home and, and, and foundations and things of that nature, um, as well as Saturn now moving into, into Aquarius is also making a move 
to that very house that rules the home foundations and major commitments or decisions. Um, but in terms of the moon, it's not going to get into your fourth house until the summer of 2021. However, Saturn, which is a very serious indicator, gets in there in January of 2021. Um, if, and, and it's joined by Jupiter. And so when you have here the, the biggest uh, planet, Jupiter, and here the most consequential planet in terms of timing, Saturn, both in, at the end of 2020 and beginning of 2021, going into your fourth house of home, foundations and roots, there is serious change happening in terms of where you are and what you call home. Okay. Now, that could mean okay. you decide I'm going to make the home I'm in better. It doesn't require me moving any place or I'm bringing new things into my home or having a new relationship to the home experience. But one fundamental way this does work out in many people's lives is they make a big move when this house is lit up this way. So okay. I don't bet. I'm not a better. But if I was betting... <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying there is a very strong likelihood that you may consider this. Now, you say it's moving back to California. Have you um you were there for some time or uh, some yes. or what what okay. Um and what part of California are you considering? Um it's Southern California. Southern California. Okay, well you you may or may not know uh given your chart that it's in that part of the on the, that part of the planet. That puts your Venus line right overhead. Now, so are we talking then, uh, you're considering the L.A. area or uh, um, yeah. Santa Barbara or okay, L.A., okay. No. So let me just no. look. Yeah. Well, um, your, your Venus line goes right through there, <laughs> okay? Okay. Um, as, a, as does your Dharma Karma line, the one we were just talking about, um, which means that in that part of the world um, and what you would find there um, with Venus is that this is a place where my experience with the world around me, and certainly in my work life, but also in my social matters and in, my, in the culture I find myself in, that I find I'm in very wonderful, advantageous relationships, especially regarding my path in life. Um, and it feels quite wonderful to be there. Um, and with that Dharma Karma line running right through there, when you go to that part of the world, your life is changed by the people that you meet in a significant way. It changes your path. Uh, and you encounter yes. people who are paying you back what they owe you, but you're also paying forward what you owe them. <laughs> you could look at both ways. Yes. But it is a very strong place for, you know, exchanges of karma in that area. Okay? Okay. Awesome. Okay. All right. Well, good luck. All right? Thank you so much. I really appreciate okay. it. You're very welcome, Susan. Talk to you again. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye. Okay. And let's see. Next person on the list here. Um, let me try this person. Hello. You're on with Bill. Who's this? 928 area code? Yes. Hello? Hi, Bill. It's Catherine. We have connected before. This is Catherine. And okay. date of birth is May 14th, 1953. 9.58 a.m. in New York City. You do have my chart. And as you can see, it's my birthday this week. So I thought okay. uh, we could just take a quick look <laughs> and see oh. uh, where the progressed moon is in the solar return and how um, Jupiter retrograde that day One second, Captain. What I'm working in here is my database for the Blog Talk Radio. So to find you, oh. because you've given me your full name, I will need your full, unfortunately, I need your last name to find you in my regular database. Understand? Of so, course, you, and I'll spell okay. it for you. It's Catherine Rourke, R-O-U-R-K-E. Okay, so hold on. Let me just get to the R's because my database is so huge. I've actually had to break it into divisions of, of the uh, of the. Of the <laughs> Which is fine. Right, I right. I got you. <laughs> okay, so I've got I've got your chart on May fourteen fifty three. And what is your question for me today? Yes. Well, you know, it's a birthday week, and so looking at a solar return, just wondering where the progressed moon is coming up, and Jupiter goes retrograde that day, and does that have an impact in the chart? 
Well, okay, let's take well, let's take a look at what's happening in your own chart. So in in the progressed moon, uh, you are about to have a transition because the moon has been in the sign of Scorpio for a little over a year now, and it's been moving through your fourth house, but it's about to move into your fifth house. And so I would I would have probably told you in in readings prior to this that this last couple of years, up until I'll tell you in a second, up until July one. You've been going through a period of recentering yourself, reconnecting to those things which make you feel connected and deep and anchored, and moving away from things that uncenter you. So you're trying to find yourself at the center. And having done that now, you start moving out in right. July to stretch yourself in terms of creativity and leadership, and that includes also love to taking greater, uh-huh. stretching yourself there and taking risks there is what I would see, see as being most significant from the progressed chart's perspective. Um, and in terms right. of Jupiter, um, it, it's, as you know, it, it moved into your seventh house uh, on April the 5th, so it's only been there just a month. Uh, it will turn retrograde right. on the 14th in your seventh house and go back out of your seventh house on June 22nd. Then it turns direct on September 12th and doesn't re-enter that seventh house until late November 24th. So this means you've, you've had an early taste of Jupiter in the seventh house, which means benefits flowing to you from other people and relationships improving and, and difficult ones being healed and impossible ones I'm letting go of. And also good things being brought to me by or by other people. But now I've got to go back and do some right. work on still some healing work on myself and cleaning up my life within before I can really go out there again socially and experience a greater social growth in the fall and early winter, spring, early winter of 2021. Okay? So that's, that's right. Thing. That's great. And we will do an in-depth reading. I was just wondering, how long does the moon stay in the fifth house? Is that a long oh. process, like a year or two? Well, yeah. Well, yeah, it, it, it varies because the, the speed of the moon varies uh, in terms of what sign it's going through and the seasons for, for us individually. And then also in our own charts, our houses are, are compressed or expanded depending upon the time of year we're born. So for you, it's, it's staying in the, sixth, in the fifth house until the end of May 2023. Oh, so a long time. Right. Yeah, I know. It's a long time. And of course, but in that period, it will... In September 2021, it will make its next really significant move, uh, which is it moves into Sagittarius then. Okay, and that's a whole whole different experience of feeling going on at that point. Okay? Right. Well, we will do a full reading, and thank you. Your show is spellbinding and just inspiring. Thank you for all that you do, well, thank Bill. you, Catherine. Thank you so much. Okay. Okay, be well. Always Bye-bye. a pleasure. Thank you, you thank too. You. Oh, that's wonderful. People checking in. Uh, and then I, anyways, here we go. Uh, you're on with Bill, and who is this? Uh, Eric code nine one six. Hello. Yeah. Hi. Uh, this is Nancy from California, and I am a first time caller, so I'll have to give you oh, my you information. Okay. Hold on one second, then. Let me um, make sure I open up the right database so I save you in the right place. <laughs> Otherwise, <laughs> I. I I can I can lose people. I don't want to lose people. Uh, not really, but I mean, just have a harder time finding them. Okay, so Nancy, what's your birth date? Okay, it's August second, nineteen fifty one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, at ten o ten o five p.m. Okay. Los Angeles, California. Okay. All right, and there we go. And just to repeat, so I make sure I get it right, we want to talk about you, not somebody else. It's August 2nd, 1951 at 10.05 p.m. Los Angeles, which makes you, as you probably know, I would think, but maybe you don't, you are not just a Leo, you are a double Leo, sun oh, and I know. moon and Leo. Yes, and mm-hmm. you have Pisces rising. Right. Boy, are you creative and romantic. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. I hope someday I will be. <laughs> well, no, you are. You are by nature. But, I mean, because that, that Leo-Pisces combination, we're talking, you know, people like Robert Redford and others and other creative people. It's quite amazing for that this energy form. I just know it. 
and you're quite fortuitous in having Jupiter rising in your chart, trining your sun and moon. And that means, though at times it may not seem it's always so in certain arenas of life, you are fundamentally someone other people would look at and say, why is Nancy so lucky? And I would always return with the answer, it's because she's so generous. Um, and so that's what you are. You're generous by nature. Of course, one of the challenges in your life has been relationship. Yes. Um, and so that's something that probably is, you know, perplexing and, and challenging. Why? Why is this happening? Or why did that happen? Um, but that is where your Saturn is and wherever Saturn is, where we are tested in our life. It doesn't mean we can't, you know, have, have good outcomes there, but we do face particular challenges in that arena. Okay. Can I ask a question? Yes. Sure. Yeah, yes, please. Please. Yes. Okay. Well, because you brought up relationship, uh, my husband passed away a month ago. and Oh, boy. Oh, no. I'm yeah. sorry. Uh, but... Uh, because of that, I'm going to have to be making a residential move, and it's going to be a stepping stone where I move in with my daughter for a while and then hopefully get my own place. And what do you see with moving? Okay. Um, let's see what's happening. Um, well, you, your, your progress moon, which is that inner measure of time, is moving through the sign of Aquarius, which is the, the sign of, my hopes and dreams and how they're changing and transforming and, and, and our dreams can only be met by being with those who dream as we dream, our fellow dreamers, because they are our dreams come true, which means often our social world is going through changes uh, in our life at this time as we look for our companions, our, our brothers and sisters, our loved ones who we wish to find happiness and through and with. But also beginning in November of 2019, your moon also went into your 12th house, which means this is a time where indeed um, you are dealing with the end of the life you have lived for many years. You're tying up loose ends. It's a time of great soul searching and introspection and looking at everything you've gone through for the last 27 years of your life. And it's time to look at the whole arc of the life and see all that I've done and what I've learned and how I I am what I am now uh, and know that this is a time to take some time with that um, to review and, and see all the different experiences that make me what I am here today. So that's certainly happening. Um, um, and so I would certainly think that that's that, that you need some time to, to sort of do um, this inner work, uh, healing work. This is a time of great healing um, but, and where you face your faith, but also confront your fear. Um, and so it's important you have someone or ones to talk to, whether it's your, your spiritual advisor or a therapist or just friends you know you can lean on. You need to be able to tell your story now to yourself, and often it helps to tell your story to somebody else. Okay? I understand. Um, yeah, yeah, that's something you, you need right now. And in terms of moving, again, not only is the moon progressing through Aquarius, but because Saturn is now in your 11th house, also for part of 19, all of 20, and all of 21, this is indeed a time in your life when the test of your life is community. I need to find my people. So mm -hmm. the best way to do that, of course, is to connect to those you already know and then who they know and work with that existing web uh, of, of sensibility and, 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 and what we like and enjoy with and, and between one another, this is what you're needing to focus upon right now. So it doesn't say you will move, but more likely than not, given what you have described you're going through, um, I would think that, yes, this is a time when you are seeing this both as an ending in your life, which, of course, is a new beginning, and it has to do with how do I how do I make my dreams come true now. And it is by being with your fellow dreamers, wherever they may be. Okay. My soul family. I understand. Yeah. Your, your soul, yeah, yeah, your, your, your brothers and sisters. Yeah. Your, 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 yeah. You're spiritually speaking, I know. And that's, that's what you want to focus upon right now. And so it does, it does matter that I walk out the door, I look left and right and I know my neighbors and I love them. They're, they're, they're people, you know, I would want to be around And the same thing at the corner store or what have you. Because by being in, in 
a rich, deep community, we can we find that we are others' ways of finding happiness as they are for us, because what makes us happy makes us all happy, <laughs> as a group or a larger group or what have. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's what that's what should guide your steps right now. Okay. 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 Well, beautiful. Thank you so much. You're very welcome, Nancy. Nice to meet you. Okay. And be well. And and again, my sympathies on your loss. Oh, thank you. Okay. Okay. Bye now. Bye. Oh, bye bye. Oh, gee. Um, okay. Uh, next caller in the list here. Yes, Hi. Thank you. Yes, Who is this? this? Is Hi. Oh, this is Diana. I'm very lucky that you took my call. Thank you. Okay, sure. How are you doing? I uh, I'm fairly happy, Bill. Okay, I good. I missed the first part of the show, so I'm going to have to listen to it later. Oh, sure, yeah. You can always go back and, um, and, yeah, you can always yeah. go back and, um, and listen to the podcast. Sure, good. Okay. I do, I do. And, but I wanted to know about the Dharma Karma line. I know that my sure. mom is in Gemini, and you mentioned yeah. that right now this is in Gemini, and how does right. it affect me? But first, I want to say I love your program, and I love well, the way you. you know you interact with people. And thank you for sure. having the program. I'm so happy it's thank on every week right now. Thank you. Well, again, for for if you're if you're asking about your own dharma karma, uh, and that's a, a fixed thing, meaning we're all born with dharma and karma in our chart, in a certain sign and house. So your north node from birth and always would be true is in the sign of Aries in the 8th house, and your karma, the south node, is in therefore in Libra in your 2nd house. And that's a lifelong orientation in space. And it basically says to a soul with that orientation, the the Dharma Karma line in the 8th to the 2nd, that I'm here in this life going on a journey where I'm constantly being asked to sort of look again at my values and resources and my talents and abilities and find that I need to show ingenuity and adaptability in letting them go or having a new relationship to them because of what I'm encountering in my group experiences, in my joint ventures, and working with other people. There, my interaction with them and them with me, we're eliciting growth in one another, which requires that I come to a new relationship to the value of me, discovering new values or new applications of old values, and as long as I'm doing that, not being rigid about my values, but open to their growth and development through other people, through that alchemy of joining with other people, then I'm on the path. Um, and in terms of the transiting North Node and South Node now, well, by making this move into Gemini Sag, they're now in your, the North Node's in your 10th house and your South Node's in your 4th house. But astrologically, <laughs> the way we look at that is that really what I'm in now is a period because it, the nodes go in reverse. Many astrologers will say, well, when Dharma's in the 10th house of somebody's chart, it literally is the nodal third house. We have to just think about how that works. I'm not going to explain. It's just the way it works in terms of numbering. And that means you are precisely in a time that we just were talking about, where I'm very much working on the need to stay open to new discoveries and keep my mind open and and not just go with what I assume would be true or right, that is exactly what's happening for you. And so it's a time to show my intelligence and openness and wonder of the child within me to see things in not so limited or preformed a way, just with the eyes of a child, is the way to approach your life over the next year and a half or so. Okay? Okay, one last thing. Can you tell me what house my moon, my progress moon is in? You've told me this. Your, your, your progress moon is still in Capricorn, and it's got another four months or so to go before it will enter the sixth house. So oh, it okay. still has several more months. It, so it's not until the fall, really, probably. The moon will be in the sixth house of order and lifestyle and health and healing and those considerations. So um, that's, that's still going to be there for four more months, let's just say. That's roughly what it'll be. Okay. Thank you, Bill. I want to keep on listening. Okay. I so okay, appreciate you. You. Everybody does. Everybody Thank does. Thank you so much. It. Thank you, Deanna. Good to talk to you. And happy Thank Mother's you. Day. Happy Mother's Day, everybody. Okay. Hold Gracias. on. Okay. Uh, let me go to the next caller here. Hi. You're on with Bill. 
who's calling. Um, um, I'm on with 530 area code. Um, are you there? Hello? I, I hear a clicking, but I don't see – I'm not getting any response. So um, let me put you on hold <laughs> or mute and go to the next caller in the list, and I'll come back hopefully. And here – hi, I'm with Bill. It's area code 808 that I'm calling on. Hello? Is, is it me, Sandra Jean Boyd? <laughs> it's me. Yes, it's me, Sandra Jean. <laughs> Hi there. How are you? Hi. I um I'm doing pretty great. Um I'm feeling the Mother's Day love and thinking of my own mother who has passed on, but I really feel her energy here in Hawaii and so it's a beautiful thing and I um I thank God for your mother for giving you life and so happy Mother's Day to her. And yeah, um, no, she she lived she lived to almost 101. She was quite oh. remarkable. Um, oh. And um, oh yeah, no, I I I have so many. There's so much of her in me. I I don't even know what to say. Uh, oh. And I'm so grateful to have been able to come through such a soul um, was a gift oh. without question. Yeah. Okay. So oh, no, I know we love our mothers. Uh, we m- most of us love our mothers, of course. But there are always exceptions <laughs> to prove the rule for those who had a difficult entry because of that yeah. was their karma, I suppose. But for most of us, um, it is remarkable um, and experience. Yeah. So, what can I do for you today, Sandra? Um, well, um, I want to say Happy Mother's Day to your wife as well. I don't know if you have children. Do you? We don't. We we chose to not go down that path, but we are the okay. crazy and we're the crazy aunts and uncles, all the nieces and nephews. Uh, we've had a lot of fun over the years with them in the ways that it takes a village to raise, and I'm um, very grateful for that experience. But yeah, yeah. Um, happy Mother's Day to her, anyway, because we're all really mothers of of something, uh, and we yeah. have mothers. We're just, you know. You're, um, yeah. she's a mother of your creations and yeah. So just happy best wishes to all of you. And thank you. You're welcome. So, um, I was thinking cause, uh, Saturn went into Aquarius and mm-hmm. I'm Aquarius rising. Is that correct? I was just wondering how it might all affect me even more or not, or, or if you can just well, tell it, me anything about me. <laughs> sure. Sure, sure. Well, again, with um, about you said about Venus also. Is that what you were saying? <laughs> that, um, Venus well, you, you, went into Aquarius. Yeah, it, yeah. Well, we'll take a look. So for you, um, because of the degree that your rising sign is, though Saturn okay. is in Aquarius, it's still moving through your um, through your twelfth house, um, and okay. will remain there until we get to spring 2021 and even then it's going to be dancing back and forth on the doorway it's going to go across and come back during 2021 but you are mm-hmm. born with your saturn at the end of capricorn and so what oh. you're really going this year in, and you're born with a jupiter saturn conjunction as well um b- what that means is that you have this year saturn going back and forth over your saturn and over your jupiter well, so you're going through your second Saturn return. Uh, the first one's when you're about 28, 29 years old. The second one, when you're about 58, 59 years old, as you know you are. And that means the second third of life is now ending, Sandra. And the third mm-hmm. phase of your life is commencing. And it doesn't oh. mean everything changes, but it means the reasons and ways and understandings that form and guide your life must change because... Well, you're older yes. now. <laughs> and mm-hmm. how we conduct ourselves and what we're here to learn and do and how we're supposed to act in that middle period from 29 to 58 will not work from 59 onwards. We have to be that older person now, having that wisdom, having some gravitas, having greater humility, uh, not being so driven or consumed or pursued by ego. We, have, we let it go. And we grow again. Um, And so it's a gift. It's a gift to get older and to achieve these levels of understanding that come only with age. 
Um, and that's what you are appreciating this year is, yes, I, I have reached that point. <laughs> <laughs> and mm-hmm. and I earned it, and now now I move into a period of mentorship and teaching, and being that better mm-hmm. example of someone who has been through a lot already, and so I have mm-hmm. things that can only be offered from someone who has been here for some time. Okay. Mm. Well, do, do you see anything like that? An opportunity will come up on a greater platform for me to do something like that? Or is it well, basically when, just yeah. like people I meet along the way? Or, um, well, you see when Saturn's I, on, feel... yeah, with Saturn on Jupiter, Jupiter is the planet that rules truth and the motivations in life and our growth in life. And when Saturn's on Jupiter, it touches it about every seven or eight years and we're going through a rebalancing of how much risk I want to take on Jupiter expansion versus playing it safe or being cautious, being more risk-averse Saturn. And now when Saturn's on Jupiter, we're doing a major rebalancing of that. And it said that it can, of the four contacts, conjunction, opposition, and the two squares, this is the most significant moment where you might put into place a new ordering in your life between the meaning of my life and the, then the reality of And so many people at a time like this can take a turn in their existing business and go off on a different path or begin or end and begin a very new path in their life. So, yes, it could could very much affect both the meaningfulness of the life if you're just working, doing volunteer work or whatever, or if you're working Mm -hmm. in a business, it could indicate a major change is at hand in your business and Mm -hmm. economic life. Yes. Okay. Okay. That's so exciting. Okay. <laughs> I appreciate you. Um, okay. Have a well, best day and best life, and I just appreciate you so much. I can't even say how much. Just like infinity. Well, and okay. Well, thank yeah. you, Sandra. Well, same to and you, and very happy Mother's Day to you too. Okay. Thank you so much. Cheers. Okay. Bye bye. Cheers. I'll, I'll put bye you on bye. mute. Okay. Bye. Okay. okay. And let's see. Um, and uh, let's call on this caller here. Hi, you're on with Bill. Who's this? Hey, it's Camilla. Hello. How are you doing, Bill? I'm fine, Camilla. How are you? I'm good, thanks. Um, thanks for taking my call. I know it's close to the wire. Oh, yeah, well, we get there eventually. <laughs> but, but sure, no. <laughs> right on. I, 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 right I, on. I take whatever I can take. Uh, so how can I help you today? <laughs> Yeah, um, so I had a couple of, like, I guess, phone interviews for a um, uh, freelance video editing position. Okay. And um, it seems like they went pretty well, almost like, I don't want to say too well, but it's like they sound like they're ready to jump in and get started. And okay. I don't know, I'm so jaded that there's a part of me that's just like, it's not going to happen. <laughs> like, they're too easy. Yeah, well, so, okay. I see what you see, you... like if you see anything kind of starting and just career-wise what you see. I haven't had anything really, any traction for a long time. And, you know, I'd really love to have a career that I loved. You know, right now I'm in okay. TV. Sometimes I think about astrology. Okay. Sorry. Well, get, in, terms of, um, in terms of what's happening right now, again, you're – career house and your work house are ruled by the same planet. It's that planet Venus. <laughs> okay. Yep. Cause you've got Taurus on yep. your sixth house and Libra on your mid heaven. So I yep. immediately have to look at what Venus doing and we know what Venus is doing. Blowing down about yep. to go retrograde for the next 40 days. It's in your seventh house of relationship right now. Um, and that's a favorable thing for meeting people and having good social experiences and professional experiences like possible meeting a possible new business partnership or job and making a good connection there. And so, and that, that energy really took off in that arena starting on April the 24th, you know, last two Fridays ago, whatever it was. Um, Mm -hmm. But by going retrograde, that does give me pause to think that don't be upset if all of a sudden things don't go as smoothly or as quickly as you might want them to. It's not the same as Mercury retrograde, but it could mm-hmm. have some of the same flavoring that what I sent was, sense was coming. 
How come it's not happening now? It doesn't mean mm. it's going away, but it may be, it may take a little longer to form up. It may need some revision mm-hmm. or review. They may call you back for a second look-see. They may say, we are, well, we're, mm-hmm. we want you, but we can't do anything now. And you might have to right. wait. I'm not saying you'll have to wait, but you might have to wait until the end of June when Venus turns mm-hmm. direct. I Ooh. hope that isn't the case, but it would be something that I'd mm-hmm. be looking at in terms of this more narrow timing issue in your case because right. Venus is important and where it is right now. So I think the news is good. But I think, mm-hmm. you, hopefully you won't, but, but if they give you the answer tomorrow, the next day, great, grab it. <laughs> because, right. because Venus is turning retrograde on Wednesday, and you don't want to miss mm-hmm. that. But if, if it doesn't mm-hmm. come to you by then, if they don't get back to you, don't think it's done. Just think they're okay. reexamining it, reviewing it, considering it. They just can't do it yet, but they probably mm-hmm. will come back to you. That's what I would think. Okay? Okay, okay so okay. be patient. All right. All right. Okay. Well, that was great. Okay. And I'll Thank talk you to so you much. some other time. You're very welcome, Camilla. Okay, Good luck. Sure. I hope I hope you did get it. And and again, happy Mother's Day. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Bye for now. Okay. Bye bye. Okay, everyone. Well, that was wonderful, and I look forward. Hopefully, I'm going to do this again next week. Uh, everything goes according to plan, and I'll be here again. And I look forward to being with all of you. So again, happy Mother's Day to everyone. And, and go out and enjoy the day. Bye for now.